The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organizations. You are listening to the podcast, Tea and Talk, presented to inform, educate, inspire, and encourage meaningful conversations on Bahamian arts and culture. My name is Robert Bain, dancer, teacher, choreographer, and someone who believes in the preservation of all things Bahamian. I am sitting down with persons of like mind to discuss the Bahamian perspective on the arts and the Bahamian way. Now, let's welcome our guest. Hello, hello. This is Robert Bain, and we are back with Season 2 of Tea and Talk. Now, this podcast is coming from the Bahamas, Nassau, Bahamas to be exact. And uh, we, uh, I guess you guys thought that we had gone away or I had gone away and wasn't coming back. Well, I'm back. Um, And this season, we have new guests. Um, We bring back some old ones. Uh, And, you know, the thing about this podcast, it was uh, designed for persons like myself and the arts. And uh, hopefully at the end of this uh, process, uh, we all be a little smarter. That's the that's the whole thing, all right. Um, I would like to to um, thank all of those persons who've been listening to us around the world. Uh, last time I checked, we were we were listening to in about fifteen countries, and I thought that was so cool. And uh, you know, uh, and I thank you guys for listening. And this this season will be just as exciting. And uh, of course, with a little different. Now, you know, we start this podcast off with a little tea with my guests. And well, this, this one will be without tea today, but we will just improvise tea today. Uh, we're drinking water, <laughs> which, is, which is good for the body. And if any, anybody knows what's happening outside, it is extremely hot here in Nassau, Bahamas. Now, let's go to, uh, to my guest. I have a guest in the studio today. My first guest for... Uh, uh, this this season and in the name of Anne Higgins now let me tell you a little bit about my friend <laughs> I've known her forever so you all know how forever goes right and uh, so we've it's like as long as I could remember I've known Anne and uh, we both uh, worked together for a very long time uh, in the casinos um, we've done a lot of things together I always consider her a big sister and um, so I'm so excited to have her in, in, um, on this podcast. And there's just so much. Well, she's going to tell you a bit about herself. But, you know, she's been um, revolutionary. Uh, she, has, um, she has traveled the world. She is responsible for a lot of things here in, in Nassau. Now, for those of you not aware of the history of dance and liturgical dance here in the Bahamas, well, she's the person, uh, trust me, uh, as far as I know, she's the person that actually made this thing commercial, uh, um, really brought it into perspective here in, in the Bahamas. And I think a lot of persons have basically, well, a lot of persons right now are actually standing on her shoulder. Whether they want to believe it or not, they are standing on her shoulder. I mean, the tragical dance have a history all, all on its own. She will tell you a bit about that. Um, but I know for a fact... Um, she uh, contributed greatly to bringing uh, liturgical dance uh, to this 
part of the hemisphere. And welcome to Tea and Talk. Oh boy, it's a pleasure. Uh, today we're going to have water and talk because it's hot water outside. Talk. It's hot outside. It's hot outside. That's, <laughs> that's all right. Welcome to the sunny Bahamas. Welcome to the sunny Bahamas. <laughs> I, I'm quite sure it's 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 after twelve and it's like it's it's hot. It's yes. it's uh, it's about a hundred out there. I, yes. I, I, right. <laughs> you know. But um, tell us a bit about uh, Anne Higgins. Now, I know a lot of people remember hers. And Peterson back in the day, <laughs> you, know? you know, I think that's the name that she, she, uh, you know, I mean, persons recognize that she has had, she's done a lot of things, a lot of things under her belt. She had a dance school. Uh, she did a um, uh, exercise program on ZNS that was uh, aired sometime in the 1980s and 90s, eh? Mm-hmm. And then there was, the, she, she is a really respond right now a part of an international group called a CID CID yes yeah tell us a bit more about Anne, and Anne well Higgins. that little girl uh, born in Grand Bahama which is one of the islands of the Bahamas where we actually started as one of the first set of Bahamians to dance in the casino in the casino that's right uh, yes it was you and I that were part of that contingent that bought uh Bahamian entertainers into the limelight. We always had foreigners uh, from different countries in the casino show. And then uh, the government of the Bahamas, the prime minister, decided we need to do something involving our Bahamian entertainers. And you and I became history and pioneers in that area. So I was just, I was born in Pindus Point, Grand Bahamas, a Grand Bahamian, and just wanted to dance. I was in high school at Cacklet High, and I just knew I was born to dance. Went to New York one summer and spent my whole summer just learning all the art of dance. Levigi on 755th Dancing of Harlem Summer Camp. As a matter of fact, I ended up making the newspaper. Mm. This little girl from the Bahamas came to spend the summer at Dance Theater of Harlem. Mm. Came back home. I remember sitting Uh, on the stage in the day when nobody was there, picking up all the feathers off of the stage and sewing it on a little bikini to make a costume. Because one day I wanted to be on that stage. And that became a reality in about 1975. And uh, being in Grand Bahama and being in the casino, it was a dream come true. One of the first Bahamians to hit that stage and... That, I went on for about 10 to 15 years before I ended up coming into Nassau. And then ended up in the casino in Cable Beach. Right, that's right. Uh, And when I came to Nassau, well, that's the sort of history of me coming from out of uh, the casino and nightlife into why I ended up uh, focusing on liturgical dance. Because two years into being in Nassau, I had that wonderful visitation (laughs) coming from drugs and alcohol, nightlife, and all all of the wonderful things that I thought were so great uh, coming out of that. And one day, I ended up giving my life to the Lord. Amen. And so that that was the day of a new beginning uh, where we talk about liturgical dance. Mm -hmm. You know... um, we, uh, for history purpose, when the uh, 
Bahamians got to the stage in Grand Bahama. There were persons like uh, uh, Charles Sirota, yes. Livingston Bodie, Shelley De Gregory, Shelley De Gregory, yes. Rosalind Colley. Yes. Um, and uh, uh, Kermit Munnings did. Kermit was right. there as well. Actually, Munnings, I replaced yes. Kermit in Girls a la Carte. Yes. Yeah, back in the day. And Elaine yeah. uh, Shea was one of the showgirls. Okay. Jennifer Hartland. Okay, those, yes. right. They okay. came after us, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Boy, that was amazing. I yes. think. I think uh, when that happened in Grand Bahama, I think Grand Bahamas were so proud uh, for the fact that, you know, like you said, all for Bahamas, many years yes. there were all the foreigners coming in, and then eventually Bahamians uh, just found their way in. There were Bahamians capable of actually uh, um, doing that sort of thing. Well, you remembered. Uh, well, you probably would not have remembered as much as I did because you were a male, but <laughs> the prime minister at that time, Lyndon Pitley, came and took Rosalind and I out, mm. him and Kendall Knowledge, and uh, because it was such a proud moment, but, you know, they had no reason to take you guys out. They right, were looking right, for... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. So we went to... We, that night we went to... Uh, it was called... Not the Reg Bar. It was... Um, where T Connection and those used to be. Or oh, the Connection Room. Yes, yes. Oh, the Kiki, <laughs> Kiki Rouge yes, back in the day. Yes, That's yes. right. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, those were those were some wonderful, wonderful times. Yes. And don't uh, I don't want to forget uh, Mr. Mansell, Jack Mansell, Jack Mansell, who, who made it yes. possible, uh, who brought the shows there. Him and his wife Dolly Mansell. And there was a point in time when there was Johnny Kemp, who was part of the show. Yes, yeah. Yes. Um, Freddie uh, Munnings. Fre uh, eventually, yes. yes. Eventually came after. Yeah, him. and and what was so nice about it? Eventually, the shows and they also evolved were um, to a Bahamian theme. That was produced by yes. Mrs. Sila. You know, I'm saying this. All of this is in my book, um, yes. and my book is is will be available shortly. Ooh, actually, I'm excited. Yes, it's, wow. it'll be shortly. It's it's here on the island. It's on Ooh. yeah, it's here on the island, and uh, hopefully we'll have a book release very definitely. Soon. But uh, yeah, um, they. Uh, um, Evolved in Grand Bahama where they produced a show, the Crazy Gang, the right? Crazy Gang. Yeah. Oh my God, I can remember yeah. coming across the stage. I yeah. remember the choreography. This is the Crazy Gang. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And uh, and I remember how I got into that. I came home from New York at one point, and David was out, and and I came in just for a short period before. Yeah, and I yes. worked for him at that time. Yeah, and I still have that picture with you and I. Jeez, in the big uh, a long wheel. time ago. My Lord, I would love to see that photograph, yes. but. Uh, um, let's, what I want to, oh, what great, great days. Eh? I know, Boy, yes, yeah. yes. It, well, tell me a bit, what, I think persons would like to know, what is, what is liturgical dance? How do you describe, I can describe it to you out of experience. I remember one day as Dr. the late Dr. Miles Monroe, he said to me, he said, you have a gift, and you might have used it in one way, but there's a way that you were born to use it. And I just could not figure out, what is he talking about? By then, I had given my life to the Lord. He said, God wants to be glorified through the gift that he gave you. Like, okay, so wasn't he glorified before? Well, when you think about it, topless lead dancer in the casino, you know, half of my body out on stage, and I'm just having fun. So I said, well, it can be that way. What does he mean? And one day he said to me, we have a conference coming up called Youth Alive. And he said, I, 
I want you to dance. Now, after being on a casino stage, topless lead dancer, you know, because I did all of those featured parts, it required certain costumes. How do you now dance for the Lord? And I just couldn't understand it. And he said, well, tell you what, we'll go in the bookstore and we pick out a song. And the song was I Surrender All by Denise Williams. And there it was, this huge Youth Alive concert. Now, what do you wear? <laughs> I can't go topless dancing for the Lord. So I remember going to uh, a store in the casino, La Rose, La Rose, at Cable Beach. I found this lace dress, Peter Pan type, with uh, gloves. And I had got a pink leotard and, and tights. And I said, okay, I just need to know how am I going to, what type of steps, what type of movement. I played the song over and over again. And that night, I ended up on the stage. But there was something that I just can't explain happened as I hit the stage and I begin to, the song was, I surrender all. Worldly things I have forsaken. I surrender all. And I begin to demonstrate what the song was saying. When it talked about worldly things I've forsaken, I turn my head, stretch my hands out like you're forsaking something. And then the part came to me, fill me with your Holy Spirit. And when that happened, I just remember just spinning and spinning and shaking. And something happened. And as I began to move, it was like my feet was off the ground. It wasn't the usual step. Like somebody was guiding my footsteps and like, oh, my God, I've never moved like this before. And at the end of the song, I just remember hitting the ground, weeping and crying. And then Pastor Miles came on the stage and the song was I Surrender All. So as I'm crying, as he came on the stage and he said, maybe you want to surrender. Maybe you want to give your life to the Lord. And all of a sudden, people was at the altar crying and weeping and giving their hearts to the Lord Jesus. And I didn't quite understand it. And all of a sudden, at the end, a young woman just came to me, um, and she began to just pray over me. And she said, the Lord says, you will now dance for him. Mm. No longer will you dance like you did in the world, but he will give you the steps, he'll give you the movement, and you will feel as you express what's happening on the inside of you. And I just cried and I cried. And all of a sudden, it was the beginning because he put the taping on Choices, the program he called Choices. Yeah, right. And when he showed me dancing to the song I Surrender All, people begin to call in saying, We've never seen that before, but when she danced, something happened to me. I began to weep. I wanted to give my heart to the Lord. Some people came and said, I was just healed of this serious headache when she was dancing. Something happened to me. And that was really the beginning of movement, uh, surrendering to the Lord, my gift. And I couldn't explain it to you. I really couldn't explain what had happened. And after that, I began to do it as more often as possible. I would choose songs. I would go in my dance studio, and I would just worship the Lord, and, and movements would just come to me. And it became where I began to teach it to children. Right. Well, you know, persons don't really know of the impact that dance have on the human spirit. Um, the dance, I mean, biblically, 
you know. Uh, but it, people are not aware of the impact. It has an impact on traditional societies in different ways, but in terms of worship, persons are unaware. I mean, dance as a whole. That's why yes. it, is a, it, it is a very powerful medium to express human existence, to, to express who we are, to express how we feel, to respond. Uh, to express our relationship with God. It's a language right? of the heart. And <clears throat> what I want persons to understand as well, the same way the dancer will go into the studio every day and yes. train and do all the work, you also have to do the same thing yes. uh, when you are dancing because God is a God of order. Yes. And the Bible talking about studying to show, show yourself, yourself approved, approved, being skillful. Yes. Uh, mastering mastering those right. things those things so you have to don't think because you see a dancer on on uh, uh, dancing in in church on stage that they're not trained a lot of them are trained, trained dancers yes all right i have i know more i know more of them i know more of them in dance companies around the world yes. and the ailey company and dance theater and and american ballet theater and people right so and then eventually when they leave that space, they come in and they worship, they do all of that for the glory of God. Yes. And, that, and that is that is that is the amazing thing about it. I know that you started when you did your school, you know, this was um uh you made an impact. Um I know liturg liturgical dance. Persons always ask me what it is, and I, I, I'm not really able to express it. It's the liturgy, liturgical. <clears throat> The word liturgical comes from the word liturgy, which is uh, in the Catholic Church, you would have seen exactly. more of it uh, expressed. That's it's the what, word yes. being expressed. It's like the word of God being manifested. Right. And we know that man is spirit, soul, and body. Right. So the spiritual aspect of the word being manifested, uh, just like if you say, I love you, Lord, how would you express that? Mm -hmm. You would first come, to, if, if we were on television, I'd been able to see it. But listen, if you just put your hands on your chest and say, I, mm -hmm. then you cross it over, love. Mm -hmm. And then you stretch to who? You, Lord. So it's an expression mm -hmm. with your body of how you feel about God. What do you want to say to him? Mm -hmm. And it's a language that you would want to express to those who are watching you. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you're trying to tell someone, um, the porter wants to put you back together again. Or you want to tell somebody, God loves you. Or he's the God that healed thee. Those are expression of a language that would, you, would cause you to draw people to God right. and not away. Now, let's look at this, um, Robert. Remember, there's a story about the girl that danced mm -hmm. in the Bible, mm -hmm. Heredia's daughter. Mm -hmm. It was a different type of dance. Mm -hmm. It was the dance of the flesh. It was such a dance that caused a man to lose his whole ministry. Yeah. He was beheaded. Mm -hmm. So that means that whole ministry was finished. Yeah. So there's a dance of seduction. There's a dance that will cause someone to lose their way and focus from God. And there's a dance that will draw people to God. Right. And you have to determine what is your body, the temple of the Lord? What is it going to become? Will it become an instrument to draw people to God mm -hmm. or away from God? So if I take a knife, I can cut an orange, an apple, mm -hmm. peel it, mm -hmm. or I can take it and cut somebody's throat. Mm -hmm. So the purpose of the thing is which is going to be important. Yeah. So that's when it comes to your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. So when your body becomes a temple <coughs> of the Lord, then 
your body now is being used to express the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And that's where the word is being manifested, the liturgy, the liturgical, the liturgy of the word is now being manifest so that the glory of God will be expressed throughout the earth. Yeah. What, I, what I find fascinating is the uh, dancers who danced out in the world, and, uh, and I think it was a purpose for that. Yes. Um, and then they're able to bring that, everything belongs to God, yes. bring it back. And they use it for the glory of God. Yes. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, it's amazing. It was, it's amazing. I think, like I say, this program is all about uh, getting smarter because there are lots of things that people have questions about and not, uh, and I guess don't have the opportunity to ask the, the questions. So we're presenting those things to you, and hopefully I will ask some questions that will satisfy you and, and like I say, make you a bit smarter. Um, and let's talk about your travels around the world. Um, tell us about the 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 I the CID that program that you involved in. CID it's actually if it's in, in French, so it's really a Council of International Dance, right. and um, some of it says International Dance Conference mm-hmm. uh, uh, de la Dance. Mm-hmm. So basically, the World Dance Council it's Uh, based in Paris, France. Mm -hmm. The World Dance Council uh, is a part of partners of UNESCO. And it was established in actually 1973. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was their 50th anniversary as well. And they cover different forms of dance all over the world. And it's non-governmental. So it's not binding by any type of government organization, um, doesn't solicit anything. What it does is gives international and professional dancers an opportunity to be exposed to different dance of the world. They also have different sections, like we have a, a Nassau section. Uh, if you go to Paris, they have like three and four different sections. If you go to Greece, three or four different sections, depending on the areas uh, in those countries. But it's over 300 countries around the world that engage in networking. Mm-hmm. They also have a directory of over 300,000 yeah, persons I'm in, I'm and in that, that you are with. Well. Yes. So <laughs> I see me in there three times yeah. Anne Smith, Anne Peterson, and now Dr. Anne Higgins. Yes. So, um, and what it does, it connects, it has a international um, congress every year where dancers come from around the world and showcase their form of dance, um, from belly dancing to uh, African dance and um, whatever dance that you can think of, it's there and it's connecting artists from around the world. Um, I went... Uh, I had a 10-year contract in Paris, mm-hmm. uh, ASAP Paris, from Dr. Miles and those. And um, they asked me to um, choreograph and teach workshops for concerts that they had for over like 10 years. It lasted for about 15 years. And I would go every year. And I would choreograph liturgical dance for a gospel artist, Donnie McClurkin, C.C. Winings, you name the artist, Kirk Franklin. They all came a different artist every year mm-hmm. and in the stadium and I would do all the choreography for them. Mm-hmm. And 
the president at that time, Araftis Akidas, he was in Paris, and uh, the vice president of CID in Paris, uh, Constant Kontakis, ended up at one of those events that we had. And uh, the dances that I used, normally we do every year like a big dance conference, and he was invited. Mm -hmm. And when he saw the celebration of dance, and, it, and he said, this is in, use, can be used in the church? We've never seen anything. What is this? So we said, it's liturgical dance in the Western Hemisphere. That's what we call it, litur- the liturgy. He was quite familiar because um, of the origin of the Catholicism. And he says, well, it's spirituality and dance. It's a part of spirituality and dance. Now, spirituality and dance can be from... Uh, a worship dance, the voodoo mm. dancing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a spiritual thing, whether it's evil, it's good or bad. It's, they call it spirituality and dance. But he had never seen it in the way that he saw it that night at the concert. The dances were just uh, praising and worshiping God. And I tell you, it's more like when we have our chokanu. It was, mm-hmm. it, and it was a mixture of uh, those that was from Brazil. And you know how the Brazilian dance mm-hmm. and France. And so it was a whole mixture. And he said, we need this. We need this to be seen. And uh, we need the other artists around the world to see this. And as a result of that, he asked if I would hold the first International World Congress. It was actually the 53rd World Congress in the Bahamas mm-hmm. because they wanted to see the origin of, okay, where's this plentiful America, the Bahamas? We, we would like for dancers to come from around the world to come to that side of the world to see something they've never seen before. Join me for a continuation of my discussion with Dr. Ann Higgins. You're listening to Tea and Talk. The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organizations.